You're listening to Emmy Award-winning host Jordan J. Adams. Julia Ross holds an MA in clinical psychology as well as a California marriage and family therapy license. She's the director of the Nutritional Therapy Institute in Mill Valley, California, and as far back as 1980, as director of her first program, Ross began hiring nutritionists to research the link between biochemistry, emotion, and addiction with a special focus on treating people with carbohydrate addictions, blood sugar problems, and dieting disorders. Does that sound familiar? That's like the latest cutting-edge stuff, and look how long Julia's been doing this. Julia, you are a true pioneer. It is time for us to make our fighting weight and welcome Julia Ross. Thank you. I'm glad to be with you. Well, I mean, I have to tell you, Julia, I'm a real fan of your work. Um, the first time I heard you speak, my ears just like kind of turned forward towards the speakers. <laughs> they were like a dog turns its ears. Because you were really the first person, for me at least, to put two and two together in a way that I had never seen or heard before. I, I really, really like your work with brain, uh, brain uh, chemistry. How did you get into this field? Well, uh, as you just explained, I was trained uh, to do psychotherapy and to see all problems from a psychotherapeutic perspective, but it turned out that all problems didn't respond to a psychotherapeutic perspective, and in particular, the problems that I had just uh, become uh, director of a program to solve did not respond, and those problems were addictions and eating disorders. So we know now that, that addictions and eating disorders have a, primarily a brain chemistry origin, and trying to talk people out of a brain chemistry imbalance is impossible. And that's why relapse is so common um, among people with these disorders. So I was fortunate enough in the middle 80s to run across some research by a neurochemist, a brain specialist, who was um, applying what he knew about brain chemistry and addiction um, in a new way. He was using the nutrients that as, a, as a, a brain chemist he knew the brain needed to make all of its anti-craving, pro-mood chemicals, the neurotransmitters. Um, he knew that specific nutrients were required for the brain to make a perfect um, set of moods and to protect us from cravings for substances, whether they be sugar or heroin. And he began to do some research, and the research was absolutely thrilling. And uh, so those of us who were in the field perked up our ears, this is in 1985, and began to hire nutritionists. I already had a nutritionist on staff, but she wasn't doing anything because no one could stop overeating. No one could stop relaxing, relapsing on uh, crack cocaine. Um, just by changing their diet. Uh, and of course, most of them couldn't even change their diet. So I knew there was something to nutrition, but I hadn't found what it is until this man's research showed it to me. And then we started to apply it using individual amino acids, the specific nutrients the brain needs to light itself up. And we saw that within a week, we had crack cocaine addicts who've never been able to get even 24 hours clean were clean for a week. And uh, this was so remarkable that we began to use it with everyone, including 
a, a group of people who had never been researched before, and those were the overeaters. Uh, and we found that the overeaters, because their lifestyle was more stable, uh, was easier for them to apply this uh, nutritional technology, and uh, their cravings completely disappeared. These are binge eaters and bulimics. Completely disappeared in a week. Um, and uh, so why would I ignore this? You know, we could always give them psychotherapy too, and many of them needed it. But without the brain chemistry correction, they couldn't make use of the psychotherapy because the, the, the moods and the cravings were screaming at them at all times. This is why my ears kind of perked forward because this to me feels like the real, like you've really found it. I feel like a lot of other groups are kind of dancing around this, but they still haven't quite found, you know, put the pieces together. Like, And, and, and the real powerful uh, element in this for me is that I don't have to feel guilty anymore and my yes. don't have to feel guilty anymore because I have had that 10-year battle of I can go clean for about two, three days, and by day four, it is all over, and it is ugly. I mean, day four is ugly. Get out of the kitchen because I will throw you out of the kitchen if you're in between me and the refrigerator. And uh, you know, and then, of course, after that 24-hour binge, then the guilt and the I can't stick to anything and, and all of the... Uh, What's wrong with me? Yeah, the self-berating. Yeah. And, and now to know that there was a chemical uh, issue going on that's almost impossible, and like you're saying, pretty much impossible to surmount. So, wow, this it doesn't, is really good news. Well, look at Oprah Winfrey. She identifies herself as a food addict. This is a woman, you know, with all the resources possible going for her, and she has not been able to put it down. Um, this, this piece of information is key not only to eliminating the problem, but as you say, restoring your self-respect and the respect to the people around you. Because all kinds of people around addicts are saying, why don't you just stop eating that? You know? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds familiar. Yeah, and they're wondering too what's wrong with you. you know? And now they know there really isn't anything wrong with you. Your intentions are wonderful. It's your brain chemistry that's, that's flawed and you're one of you know, the major in the majority of Americans uh, who are struggling terribly with this. You know, they're either on antidepressants or on sugar, um, or both, typically both, of course. And um, we have some terrible health epidemics, you know, right behind these addictions. It's one of the reasons that I'm so pleased to be here and, and, and pleased to have my book sell so well, because... Um, We've got to get this information out there. These nutrients are available in any health food store and online. They're inexpensive. They're only needed temporarily. Why? Because once you correct the brain chemistry, you can keep it in balance by eating an adequate protein diet with a lot of healthful side dishes, you know, vegetables, fruits, um, other healthy carbohydrates. Um, and fats along with your protein, but the protein is the main agenda for lifetime freedom from cravings and mood problems because the nutrients that the brain needs to make its miraculous neurotransmitters, um, can, those neurotransmitters can only be made out of certain proteins. And of the 22 proteins available in foods, you know, typically the high 
high-protein foods um, like um, poultry and meat and fish, eggs, um, those, um, those foods can sustain a balanced brain, but they often cannot rebalance a very depleted brain. So sometimes people say, well, why don't you just have people eat more protein? That's the first step. If you can eat more protein and your cravings go away, fine. But a lot of people eat more protein, for example, Atkins dieters. Always say, oh yeah, I, you know, I tripled my protein. I feel so much more energetic and clear-headed and strong and you know, this is really good. And then we ask them, well then why do you think you relapse at the same rate as anybody who goes on any other diet? Um, and they say, well, it wasn't good enough. You know, I felt better, but I didn't lose those cravings for the sugar. And I was always fighting them, not as strongly as, um, as when I wasn't eating a lot of protein, but still, it was always there. I was going to slip eventually. And I, in fact, most Atkins dieters and other dieters never intend their diet to be permanent because they know it's completely impossible. It's just hold on tight, try to get some weight off before you go back to it. Yeah, it's white knuckling. Yeah. Uh, we're talking with Julia Ross. She is the director of the Nutritional Therapy Institute in Mill Valley, California. Way ahead of the curve when it comes to this science. Uh, has, has been talking about this since the 80s. Uh, here's some of the here's some of the symptoms uh, that Julia is addressing. Um, you know, when it comes to depleted brain chemistry, uh, sensitivity to emotional or physical pain, crying easily eating as a reward for pleasure, comfort, or numbness, worry, anxiety, phobia, or panic, uh, sensitivity to emotional pain, uh, difficulty getting to sleep or staying asleep, difficulty with focus, attention deficits. The list goes on and on and on. Low energy, low drive, low arousal, obsessive thinking or behavior. There's you don't have to have all of these symptoms, though. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, don't wait. Please, don't wait till you have all these symptoms before you start studying this stuff. Uh, you know, I, I had a bunch of this stuff. Fortunately, not the whole list. My, uh, you know, my razor's edge, if you will, is, uh, you know, I, I, I want to increase my lean body mass to fat ratio, so I'm always looking for biohacks, and I'm always looking for the ways to keep my uh, metabolism revved up and to keep burning fat and to keep increasing my lean body mass because that is anti-aging. So I'm always looking for the biohacks and I'm always looking for the golden nuggets that help me on day three, four, and five because those traditionally for me are the days where my willpower starts going because if I've you know, eaten super clean for those first three days, I start getting the six pack, I start feeling great, and day four, five, and six, I talk myself out of it. I say, I don't care. Like, I don't care, and I just blind. I don't even think, no, I'm not, no, 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 I'm not thinking, that. and I shove the food in my mouth, and then 15 minutes later, I feel horrible. So I'm looking for the biohack that gives me the strength to resist when my defenses are low. Well, this is a two-part cure. We get right into the brain and turn off the cravings and the negative moods that drive us towards these comfort foods. But we also are very careful to eat enough. So you want definition, but if you go too far in cutting your carbs, um, cutting your fat, you will have rebound cravings that even the amino acids cannot uh, entirely eliminate. So it's very important 
that you get rid of the starvation mentality. And, and you'll find that you don't need to undereat when you're eating in a balanced way all the time because you're not having to fight the carbs, uh, the high carbs. So I just I want to make that point, but I also want to tell you a story. Um, one of the um, really excellent um, nutritional formulators in the field of bodybuilding uh, is a man named Brian Rand, and his wife is also in the field. And um, they came to a seminar. I do professional trainings, um, and they came to one of my seminars, and they waited afterwards, and they came up to me and said, we are here because we discovered your book, The Diet Cure, about the time that we got a call. We've had, we had many calls, but this was a, a dire call from a bodybuilding coach who had a particular um, competitor who was very gifted. He had terrific muscle development, but he couldn't get the definition and win because he couldn't stop eating refined carbs, sweets and starches. So they coached the coach, and the coach put him on the amino acid supplements as uh, guided by the book. Uh, it's, it's very easy to decide which ones to, to go on. There are only five to choose from. Um, and the guy started winning. Wow. So they were, you know, that was, that was the proof that this was as good as they thought it was going to be. So they continued to do that sort of thing, and they ended up connecting me up with a large company um, that has many lines for bodybuilders and all kinds of services for bodybuilders. And, um, and I went to see them and talked to them about it. And the owner said, after 20 minutes, he said, okay, how can we work together? He said, this is our one Achilles heel. This is the one thing we can't help our people with. We can give them so much good advice, but we can't stop the cravings. Mm. And our only... Advice has been suck it up, you know, <laughs> try harder, um, and that's not working. Uh, and this gives us an explanation. It's not their fault, as you said earlier. And uh, so uh, I'm hoping that, that, uh, that they will, you know, from their perspective, also help with, you know, all people like you who are trying to really uh, in that, in a healthful way, become as as well defined and gorgeous as possible, men and women, um, eager to try things, eager to be disciplined, and just this one thing beyond your grasp. You know, it's funny you brought up the bodybuilding uh, community, Julia, because it, it, these guys have been around now a hundred years. You look at Sandow, and um, they kind of are the original biohackers. Their whole life yes. is one big experiment. Their yes. Whole is one big experiment. How do I create more muscle and get rid of fat? And I, 50 years ago, you could have gone to one of these guys and gotten amazing information. You look at guys like you know Jack LaLanne and uh -huh. uh, you know uh, Paul Bragg and some of the early pioneers, and they were they were telling us about this, and they really kind of were were the people who were creating the beachhead. For uh, for natural health and holistic living, and, and they were all pre 1970. It was the 70s that started on our carb loading, you know, disaster um, that has made it impossible for for people to follow their example because uh, prior to 1970, we weren't addicted to carbs. We had perfectly normal bodies. You know, we were all 
when I was in high school, nobody was criticized for being too heavy because no, hardly anybody was. But really what we were trying to do was have a, a good personality. Nobody was even talking about bodies because they were just the way they were. We were all good. Um, so uh, I was lucky and I'm lucky enough to be old enough to remember this. Um, whereas now anybody who's trying to do what Jack Lane did is up against a whole different world. This is laboratory designed addictive uh, drug substance. You know, it's not, it shouldn't be categorized as food anymore. <laughs> Food is actually more addictive wow. than uh, chemicals like cocaine, heroin, and alcohol. And why is that? Because many of those chemicals that we can get addicted to target one neurotransmitter in the brain, whereas food targets all of them. And there are five uh, functions in the brain that... Um, can, you know, if they're out of balance, can create these negative moods and these cravings. And um, food will uh, interfere with all of them. Um, and at the same time, in, in the process of the interference, create this incredible addiction. Um, that's, that's really, I've, I've tried to figure out the math. Um, and it's probably somewhere between 10 and 15 times more powerful than, uh, than drugs of addiction. And that would explain why it's at least 20 times more popular a substance, uh, why it's a, such a successful um, business, because uh, they, the industry has been able to create these absolutely flawlessly addictive substances that never existed before. Mm. One of the passages in your book that I really liked, um, it says, uh, it's not because you're weak-willed, it's because you're low in certain brain chemicals. You don't have enough of the chemicals that should naturally be making you feel emotionally strong and complete. These brain chemicals are thousands of times stronger than street drugs such as heroin, and your body has to have them. If not, it sends out a command that is stronger than anyone's willpower. This is the, the message, and the message on the other side of that, which was one of the things that, as we were saying in part one, really made my ears perk up, is that there are certain combinations of amino acids, and I'm sure probably oils with those amino acids, that can intercept those addictions and, and, and restore the, the brain chemistry so that you don't have those cravings anymore. It's a biohack. It's the definition of a biohack. <laughs> and this is what I want you to tell us more about because this is the nugget right here. That's true. This is, this is the core. Um, and it's ridiculously simple in a way. Um, the brain makes four neurotransmitters that make us feel good in four different ways. If we're deficient in all of them, we have a tremendous addiction. If we're deeply enough deficient in even one, we have a tremendous addiction. Um, the good news is that that addiction uh, can be very short-lived because we know exactly what single easily accessible nutrient the, these four parts of the brain 
require in order to function perfectly, to send out uh, mood signals like, I feel great, I don't need a cookie. Wow. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of pleasure out of working out, seeing my kid. You know, I don't need the extra buzz of, uh, of, of chocolate. Um, and it works very, very quickly. Um, at first, we would see people at the end of a week, and we didn't know how long exactly it took for these substances, these nutrients, to kick in and correct the brain chemistry. So eventually, we began giving people these amino acid supplements in the office when they first came in. And within five or ten minutes, we could see and they would report, hey, I don't want that Snickers bar anymore. Hey, I'm not about to bite your head off, lady. <laughs> uh, I'm not having to control myself to be polite. Um, and it was universal. I mean, there was hardly ever anybody who walked into our office once we started trialing the amino acids who didn't respond right away. And you can imagine how they feel. They, the idea is good. They've read my books. They've gone to the website. And then they, then they start working with us and, and get a little sample and see right then and there that it makes a big difference. So they go right home, of course, and are assiduous in following the directions, and everything goes very smoothly. We're talking with Julia Ross, the director of the Nutritional Therapy Institute in Mill Valley, California. She has written uh, two fantastic books, uh, The Food Cure and The uh, Mood Cure. And the Diet Cure. And the, the Diet mood Cure. cure. <laughs> and, yeah, well, it's a cure for diets, right? You yes. don't have to diet anymore. So, uh, you know what, I'm going to do that again because I, I can tape it. Some, the, okay. That's the fortunate thing. We're not... We're going to tape this, so let me do that one again. Uh, all right, here we go. Let me find my cue here. We are talking with Julia Ross. She is the director of the Nutritional Therapy Institute in Mill Valley, California. She's written two fantastic books, The Diet Cure and The Mood Cure. I highly recommend both of them. Why do I recommend them? Because she's finally let us know and shown us why scientifically we do not have to feel poorly anymore when we when our willpower breaks because everybody's willpower breaks eventually because this is scientific it has to do with chemistry it has to do with uh, signals I guess that that come to you in a physical exactly. form yes that, are, yes that are way more powerful than even drug addiction signals and you know and this is the the other thing too Julia the food we have to eat food this like drugs you can at least abstain and say I'm that's it I'm done and but it you have to eat food so it's even double worse because those some sometimes those hunger pains are real and they're mixing with the sugar cravings is that is that accurate to say? Uh, oh yeah, sure. But uh, to be fair, um, even drugs that are hard to pr procure are irresistible to people who become addicted to them. They will do anything. They will you know betray their own natures you know at the drop of a hat because the compulsion which originates in the brain is so powerful. So um, although food uh, is more addictive and of course it's much more convenient, which is one of the reasons it's so addictive is it's everywhere, um, 
we have to be realistic about why do so many drug and alcohol addicts relapse? It's at least 90% in any treatment program you can name. Um, I've been working in the field uh, since the late 70s, and I can tell you that it's only gotten worse and worse and worse, and it isn't because people have deteriorated in their moral fiber. Um, it's because their brain chemistry has deteriorated. And uh, so when you talk about um, improving your self-esteem, alcohol and drug addicts are so desperate for a little bit of self-esteem because they are so apt to relapse and just hate themselves. I, uh, I have a good friend uh, who is white-knuckling it right now. And uh, he started off probably at about 350. And uh, he's down to about 250 now. He's done 100 pounds white-knuckling it. And I asked wow. him, what's your protocol? He said, calorie restriction. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to um, discourage him because he's, he's doing it so far. 100 pounds white-knuckling, calorie restriction. But you had another great passage um, in a book, in, in one of your books, and I want to read it because this, this expressly um, addresses the way he's doing. He's doing a low-cal diet. So low-calorie dieting strips us of muscle and water before it goes after the fat. But muscle is what burns calories. Then you say, oops, dieting starves <laughs> our brain's appetite-regulating centers. This increases our appetites. Oops, again. <laughs> dieting slows down our thyroid's calorie-burning activity. We regain the weight and more triple oops and then I'll add a fourth oops the self-esteem crashes because you didn't you quote unquote didn't you weren't successful you didn't make it so you know I wish him Good all point. the best and, and I hope he keeps on going but isn't it eventually pardon the pun a diet for failure I mean you know this is a uh, he's heading for disaster right and he's probably experienced it before that he's probably gained and lost many times like most people who who are stuck with a weight problem. Um, so I'm very hopeful that he'll listen to this interview and get a hold of the diet cure and, um, and add this to what he's doing, which will allow him to increase his food so that it can be a permanent sustenance, you know, instead of a temporary uh, desperate measure. Absolutely. I'll, I'm going to make a part three to this because there's a lot we need to cover. I want to be sensitive of your time. And um, here's what I'd love to cover in part three, which we'll do at your leisure. Let's talk about healthy eating when traveling, improved fat burning potential, and the big one, sugar addiction, um, and how to break that sugar addiction, turning off dangerous gene expression, rehydration. There's so much I want to get to with you because... Um, it is truly amazing to me, Julia, that you were talking about this stuff in the 80s because everybody was upside down on this in the 80s and you had what now people are acting like as new science now in 2014. You were talking about in the 80s. So, uh, you know, my hat is off to you. And you. Uh, if people want to find out uh, more about you, if they would like to pick up the diet cure or pick up the mood cure or, um, you know, Get in, get to be a part of any of the programs you're offering, or come and see you speak. Where can they get in touch with you? They can go to moodcure.com or dietcure.com or both. Um, they can also uh, find both books, Mood Cure, the Mood Cure and the Diet Cure, in 
you know, on Amazon and and in uh, in the large bookstores like Barnes and Noble. Um, order it easily. You can certainly order it on the uh, websites. Um, and for those people who would like to have uh, personal coaching um, to eliminate their cravings and overeating problems, um, on May 27th, uh, our craving coaching clinic, uh, the virtual clinic, is going to go online. Um, so people will be able to to have an easily accessible expert who's worked in my clinics for years um, coach them through any aspect of this that they want help with. Of course, they're going to have to read the books too, so that's the best place to start. Um, Dietcure.com, moodcure.com, someone who's been uh, ahead of the curve, well ahead of the curve for so many years. Uh, really um, caught my attention. You are someone to follow. You're a thought leader in the space. Julia Ross, I wish you all the best and, and thank you so much for being with us today. It was a pleasure. I'm Jay Adams. Thank you for joining us in our quest to go right at life, clear-headed and shredded, and we will see you next time. Thanks for joining us. For our full schedule of fights on the NBC Sports Network, CW and ABC affiliates, visit unitedfightalliance.com. United Fight Alliance. United we fight.